Jungle and I'm delighted to say that I am joined again by legendary naturalist documentary series. Uh, I was attacked by monkeys. Well, yes, it is. Good to see you up and about again. Uh, you're recovered? I am feeling very much better. Oh, good. Even though they ate my fingers yes. and some of my camera crew. Oh, well, let's hope that other than that, there's no uh, lasting have harm done. Have you the music of Sasha Distel? Um, uh, I have. Tonight, he must come down to the forest floor right. in order to find the mate. Uh, and there, right. he's vulnerable to predators. Uh, is like he? this small yellow animal made entirely from discarded <laughs> sections of the player's handbook. I'm not sure. Anyway, well, thank you. for. Um, it's good to see you up and about again. But maybe we should push on. As always, we're grateful for any ratings or reviews you can leave us on your podcast app of choice, be that uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. You can find us on Twitter, Twitter. at BillowingHilter. You can find us on Facebook and Facebook. as always you can email us email. at hello at BillowingHilter.com. We'd love to hear from you. That's it. I've got no other news or no other news or information. Uh, somebody uh, maybe stop him wandering off. Uh, no other news or information. So uh, let us push on with episode 107 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Meet the Beatles. Um, right, where were we? I have no idea because well, I haven't played for a few weeks. So can you fill me in on... Have you got no idea what's going on? I have on? no idea. Well, <laughs> well no. Okay, well, you missed a bit one of us. We're in the ziggurat. What ziggurat? Yes. Ziggurat, old boy. On the, in the jungle, in the lands that wait. Right. Yes. Have I got that right, Mike? Bonus, bonus yes. points? Yes. Bonus points? I have nine special points. Additional, <laughs> I secret points. I need to an dice for that. How did we get here? Uh, steady on. You were sent here by Markush Doombringer. Yeah. Readers, you know this. Dan doesn't know it. So we'll, we'll do a sort of mixture of a sort of recap and a sort of catch up for Dan. So Markush sent you through the teleporty magic window and you arrived in the lands that wait in the jungle in exactly seemingly the spot that Parker saw in his vision of the jungle when you were in the lair of Zerksog, which is probably something else you also don't remember. But anyway... Mm-hmm. Your view was of a, a ruined city, overgrown with vegetation or whatever. Mm-hmm. The center of which is a giant ziggurat. And on top of the ziggurat, there is actually a handout, which I will show you now. Okay. On top of which is this sort of weird structure. Yeah. And surrounding like which is this black obsidian wall, 30 feet high. A ring just inset, like it's just been dropped as a whole contiguous thing onto the city to just sort of seal off the middle and the ziggurat. Ah, uh, right, okay. They hadn't been there for long before stuff started gathering in their foliage around them, creatures that sounded like they were approaching in numbers, and session spotted flying around in the forest canopy further away from the city, or about a quarter of a mile behind you, as it were. Something which you think might be a beholder. Ah, oh, Gaspar. That Johnny so is convinced Gaspar, is a Gaspar. One hit point. Whatever it is, it was flying around and it started getting closer. And uh, Alessandra snuck off to have a bit of a scout about. The rest of you hung around for a bit, but then followed in. You climbed over the wall. Alessandra had a pop at the beholder at long range with a bow shot and thinks she properly pinged it, like properly hurt it, but also feels that from that point onwards the beholder was aware of you mm-hmm. you thought it best to just keep going into the middle you went over the wall anybody want to tell dan what's on the other side of the wall maggots There's lots of little tiny worms in the ground there are little green worms like little miniature versions of the green worms that you've struggled with in the past occasionally break the surface of the ground easy to avoid not a kind of present threat but you wouldn't want to fall asleep out there 
Mm-hmm. You saw a vision when you got to this part of the city, a vision that I'm not going to rehash for you now. Who, but it's, who saw a vision? All of you right. were seized by this vision, effectively like a kind of augmented reality style thing painted over the actuality of the city was a vision of the city when it was whole and new and white and shiny and fresh with this bad guy and people chanting the name Kios. This guy, you therefore assume, must be Kios, probably in Kios's human form. That's what your guess is. Right. Mm -hmm. Having seen the vision, you started working your way into the ziggurat. There are two entrances to the ziggurat. If you look at our um, map, map, you should be able to see the two entrances to the ziggurat. You went through the eastern Mm. entrance into a little, what we're calling the eastern atrium. Mm -hmm. Nothing much happened there. Some very large stone double doors opened. And then since then, (laughs) everything's kicked off. Some sort of hybrid naga giant green worm creature flew up out of the pit in the middle of this giant chamber that we're calling the Hall of Welcome. Welcome. And you had some fun with that. It's got some horrible gaze attack. It did some nasty things. I would say it was 50-50 between you lot and it. What was? The battle. Right, right. I would say honours even at a certain point. Right. Buggy had sort of tried to engage with it. Alessandra tried to engage with it. You'd pinged a couple of spells at it. You definitely feel you damaged it quite significantly. It paralysed Buggy at one point, but then Burple freed Buggy. Okay. Using a restoration spell? Yeah, There's a restoration. restoration right? Yeah. Nice. And then the, the other doors opened. Doors to the north, doors to the south. The doors to the south we'll get to in a bit, but basically it's dark through there. There is a suggestion of flickering torchlight and the suggestion of what looks like the ends of some bookcases. So it looks like some kind of library or study. Door to the north is a torture chamber. There are torture instruments that you can see silhouetted against the walls. There's a green light spilling out from in that torture chamber that's generated by uncountable thousands of these green worms pressed up against glass walls emerging from the torture chamber has flown uh, something that looks like a sort of corrupted angelic figure androgynous winged with arms that turned into flaming green swords as it flew towards alessandra so but before that happened the green based thing yeah before that happened another figure entered we also have a handout for this character, oh, an armoured yes. figure with the mouths of horrid green worms for eyes in its eye sockets, crawling with worms, and it was whispering and seeming to be giving out instructions in some awful eldritch language. At its bidding, it seems, the Naga has slithered away back down the pit. Right. Uncle Buggy cast a sleet storm to try and slow this thing down. The sleet storm got dispelled, and this thing has clanked its way into the centre of the chamber. What's the other green kind of thing with a sword? That is Noel Edmonds. That's Noel Edmonds. Got it. Okay. And can I ask, so I did a lesser restoration. I have one second level spell crossed off. Is that it? Probably. Probably. And you cast a synaptic static. Yep. And you cast dissonant whispers a couple of times, I think. Well, certainly once. I've got two third levels crossed off. Yep. Right. I don't have a synaptic static cross. No, I don't think we did that one. I think we did dissonant whispers. Oh, in the end, about about synaptic The point is, my lesser restoration is a celestial spell, so it's not a normal third level. So it doesn't come off my third level, my second level spells. Okay. Understood. What's that green thing that looks like Bugs Bunny there? 
That's, that's the, the thing that's attacking Alessandra. With the flaming Where we left sword. things was that this weird angelic corrupted thing has flown out of the northern room, the torture chamber, it's directly at Alessandra and is flown into Alessandra. Seems to sort of become non-corporeal. Oh, oh yes. So we did. What it's going to do I is it's going to roll an attack against Alessandra. Okay, so it makes a spell attack. And the spell attack adds Plus one 11. moment. Rolls a, a one. One. It rolls Therefore a one. fails. It tries to kind of fly through you and just misses. Right? That is the best one I've ever seen. Nevertheless, it goes through your square, but doesn't actually make contact with you. Yes. It continues on. Hmm and sort of wheels back round and as it does so it, it returns to corporeality it ends up in the north eastern corner of the hall of welcome only one other thing remains in the bad guy's turn burple sessions parker and buggy who are all in the eastern atrium can you give me perception checks please uh -oh. 17 sessions well, Sessions has got 17, which is enough. Sessions, you notice and you can relay to the others. You pick up with your super hobbity hearing. Footsteps. From outside. My ears of danger sense. From up the steps, you can hear the sounds of some motion. It's quite difficult to pin down what exactly it is. It could be footsteps. It could be something kind of scraping or sliding around on the parched earth outside oh dear multiple somethings from where i'm standing can i not see you can see the base of the stairs ah oh, right so it's yeah okay you can see the light filtering down yeah, yeah. So we're below ground yeah okay okay you're in the kind of foundational block of the ziggurat the ziggurat can i just ask how how high is the ceiling in this main in the hall of welcome I'll just look it up, shall I, in my fully printed version of the adventure. No, no more. Our dear reader. No scrolling. Mike has been running the Age of Worms for his group because he's been listening to us play the Age of Worms, so he decided to do it himself. And now he's finished. He has sent me the whole thing printed out and bound. Wow. Cool. Mm. I know. That's... It is How about inches, three inches three thick. Three inches thick. God. And... Instead of scrolling through PDFs, right, and you having to wait for ages while I do it, you can now wait for ages as I <laughs> leaf backwards and forwards <laughs> through this, because I can't fucking find it. Here we go. It's just so much more pleasant not being able to find things on the printed version yeah. than it is not being able to find things on the PDF version. It's got 30-foot high ceiling. Ah, right. Yeah. Mom. Excellent. Thank you. On nine, this is round six, I think, of the combat, or five or six of the combat. Um, episode 107, I think. I'm not sure. Uncle Buggy. Uncle Buggy. I'm going to go five, ten, fifteen. Your opinions on Obi-Wan are quite are quite outlying opinions, mm. Bonds. Are they? No, I think it's awful. It's not like my Desert Island TV series, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was just a bit slow. I just didn't, um, I did, didn't find it at all believable. It's gone down very well. It's a gen it's generally, you know, it's been a big success. Um, you hate it, mm. and you don't like the Mandalorian as much as Boba Fett, which is just, you know, wrong. But anyway, anyway, only murders in the building. That's the best television program. Nice and simple. What are you doing, Uncle? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm allowed to have my go, am I? Thank you. We, yeah, well, we, just talking, we were just talking while you weren't doing anything. We were just filling in. We were just chatting away while nothing happened. Too late. Time's up. Little shuffling. 
Uh, right, I'm moving 45 foot towards the front of the party. So I'm going, I was in the eastern atrium. I'm running past Parker, into the running past oh, Sessions okay. and his stool and cheese. I'm running into the foyer yep. of the main room. I'm going to do a guiding bolt at the angel thing. Yes. So I'm running do at it. plus six. Hopefully it's going to do some damage because it's to hit, radiant. Right? Yeah, radiant, sir. Radiant, radiant sir. sir. Radiant, sir. Eighteen. Hit. Okay. It does. Oh, shit. Eight points of radiant damage. Does it seem to do more damage than I'd expect on this evil thing? It do- doesn't seem to do more damage than you're expecting, no. Right. Okay. The next attack on it has advantage. Gotcha. Um, uh, now I'm moving I, uh, back. So 50, 55, 60, right. 65, 70. Away from the front. Yeah. I'm just going behind sessions back past to reassure sessions him that everything is okay. The cavalcade of cowardice. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, just reassuring. Uh, I know on for it's Parker, if it is a real Parker. Well, if there's advantage on this creature, I will take advantage of that. Parker from under his dip move up to it. And I'm okay. going to yep. hit it. Uh, okay. Hitting armor class 14. Armor class 14 is a miss. And hitting yeah, advantage, armor class... Yeah. Right, so that's actually armor class 23. That's a hit. So that's doing uh, 11 points of damage, six yep. of which it is It just fire. says the next attack, not the next round of attacks, I guess. That All right, so that's okay. that one. Because of a dim right. light. And then the next attack, well, that must be hit as well. 12 points of damage. Um, 12 must be a miss. Yep, that is a miss. And the last attack oh. is a 22. It's a hit. 13 points of damage. Oof. Um, okay. And well, then I, mean, I will it's... step back one square, and I can oh, do no, that without. Do that. Why? Because I, you then get rid of my sneak attack damage, unless it's critical for you. No, no, I'll stay there where right. I am. Then. Well, we go to the top of round six, I think it is. On seventeen. Do your sneak attack. Oh no, it's a bit sad actually seeing that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, Alessandra, yeah. quick bow attack on it. Let's just talk about the fact that you're in the area of the horrible writhing green gas. Am I now? You are. When you moved and hid in that pile of rubble, yeah. you won't remember this because no. you could feel the aura of corruption around the pit yeah. surround you. Yeah, that. I, well, there is an effect of that. I hadn't realised I'd have gone into it. Okay. Would you like to move away? Yes. You, you, well, then off you go. Can you show me where it is? Because I can't see where it is. Well, you don't know. You know you're in it now. Okay. You're not certain of how extensive the area is. Green tendrils of gas emerge from the pit and then dissipate into the chamber. And when you've been close to the pit, you can feel this kind of aura of corruption and you feel that it's not good for you. I will start to move five foot away from it, kind of northeast. You're still not feeling great, I have to say, Alessandra. <laughs> okay. I will take so another expanding five this tentacle five. okay you feel all right now alessandra i feel all right now do i and it's I'm, all right now and i feel but sing really badly sing really badly and do a bow attack a bow yes, attack hitting on the class mm. 15 15 is a miss, a alessandra. miss. 
<laughs> Very pleasing after all of that. Fuck. Uh, extremely so, pleasing. And I just need to get my um, and conversion document because Mike, when he printed out this entire thing for me, also printed out the full conversion document. I mean, very nice of him. And then 15. So I'm going to fly up because remember, I am flying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fly up to the top of these stairs. The little set of stairs. Flying up. The ones stairs, that lead up to the roof. Landing on the stairs. I'm going to fly up. The stairs just go up the side of the inner wall. Mm-hmm. And then there's sunlight coming down. Are you staying flying over the stairs yes. in the stairwell or are you continuing out into the outside air? Uh, over the stairwell. Excellent. And that's it for you? Yep. As far as I can go. Uh, on 16, bubbledy, hebbledy, hobbledy, hibbledy, hum. Bubbledy, hibbledy, hobbledy, hum. Uh, can you explain the shape of these stairs leading out? Is the ceiling slanted in line with the stairs so that I can't... If I were to fly up, for example, could I see straight out? I would say that the ceiling is slanted in line with the stairs. So you're six foot tall? I am six foot, roughly, yeah. Looking up four foot above you and a fair way away from you, 30 feet away from you, Mm -hmm. you can see the edge of the top step and then bright sunlight past it and then the walls and then a sort of slice like you're looking out of from a pillbox or whatever yeah yes but i can't see you can't see ground level at the top of the stairs your angle wouldn't give you it yeah the bottom of the top step is four foot above you as you're standing there so i'd need to be on the stairs in order to be able to see out yes okay in which case question number two Hmm. the fly spell cast by these swords is yes at will is it an action to cast the fly spell i think the answer is yes second question about the swords there we go yeah. I can tap the swords together to cast a lightning thing. Is that also an action or is that it's I, all I have yeah. to do is tap the swords together. Yeah, well, which well, strikes me as just an interaction with an object. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean again, I think it, 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 it doesn't strike me as that. Does it not? So there we oh. are. No. Oh. Weirdly. Yeah. That's so annoying. <laughs> I'm just trying it on. Okay. Um ah. well, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh so I oh. will cast a second level invisibility spell on myself mm-hmm. and I will move maybe 40, uh, 40 feet to there. Now you can see the ground. Yeah. You can see an arc, as it were, of ground leading out to the wall. The wall is about 100 and I think we said it was about 150 to 180 feet away from the ziggurat. So you basically got a big expanse of sort of parched, scrubby grassland yeah. that's running between you and the wall. Yeah. You can see, just off our map, Uh about 60, 70 feet away, Uh two giant, horrible beetles (laughs) that are sort of scything their giant, horrible, horrible mandibles back and forth. When you say giant, they're at least 10 foot across. They seem to be moving very quickly. They don't seem to be particularly nimble, though. Their mandibles are clicking constantly... You know, like an engine ticking over before anybody properly revs it? Yeah. You've got a sense that they're sort of tick, 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 t
I will go back down the stairs. And on we go to sessions on 60. Um, hmm. Beetles upstairs, bad guys downstairs. All very disconcerting. You are stuck in the middle with you. Wait, yeah. Well, now we know. Okay. The Norg has disappeared down the pit, but at the edge of the pit, you have got this uh, scary chap that people seem to be aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we'll work on taking out the gun. So I'm going to shuffle forward on my broom of light into the hall of welcome. Into the hall of welcome. Just into the edge of the hall of welcome, up near um, Noel Edmonds. I will toll the dead on a flying angelic, evil angelic creature. Angel of the North. Angel of the North. Tell me about the saving throw. Wisdom we'll DC save. 16. Wisdom. Here we go. Blue dice of power rolling. Uh, oh, is a fail yeah, by this thing. And it's Finally. wounded, I believe, so it should take... It is wounded. 34 points. Nice. Cantrip. It's basically 3d12. You've got a 12, a 12, and a 10. Ah, yeah. yeah. That's a good roll. That's a very 34 good roll. points. Wow. Pick my jaw back off the floor. Yeah, then I'll run back to where I was before, and I'll move the <laughs> crushing <laughs> coin up. What kind of damage was that, sorry? Necrotic. Oh, wait a second. You don't feel that you've damaged it as much as you were very pleased with yourself for having damaged it. Fair enough. He says. This creature frantically leaps through its stats and then realises that it's a better nick than it thought it was. It is them. First things first. Our friend by the pit. Clanks further forwards at a sort of fairly deliberate pace it clanks towards parker and the angel and the staircase that alessandra has walked up flown up it whispers something in its strange cuts you to the quick this voice strange language that you don't understand and noel edmonds goes <laughs> turns around and starts Stomping up towards <laughs> sessions. Ah, oh, how annoying. Uh, he only moves 20 foot around. Then that's all he can do. He will walk up to sessions, looking menacing and slavering in a zombie way. <laughs> the angel thing dives into Parker, or tries to. Uh-oh. Hitting armor class. 17 nope moves through your square mm-hmm. stays incorporeal recorporealizes itself and ends up in the southern section of the chamber uh, do I get an attack flying speedily uh, it's not corporeal as it passes through you and leaves you oh so it goes that's right it goes five, like it sort of so shifts from being a physical away. form into a sort of wraith like yeah semi-transparent semi kind of whatever form warbles through you and then once it's free of you it then reconstitutes itself all oh, right okay it's very very annoying of it its arms <laughs> flame again and turn into two long swords talking of flaming arms from the torture chamber where the writhing green light is emitting you hear <laughs> again and there's another flare of green light, and another one of these things flies out mm. from the northern doors. Uh, they just grunts, aren't they? Well, scary-looking grunts. But. And it it's going to do the only thing it can do, which is go for Parker. It does the same thing. It basically does a little flyby attack on you, Parker. Mm. 
getting... Oh, no. that's more like it. Getting a 17, hitting armor class 25. Yeah. Okay, it does 17 points of necrotic damage. Mm -hmm. Now, Parker, you need to make a constitution save. That's probably pretty good for you. That's okay. I would recommend Not you great. rolling a number that is, you know, fairly Large. big. And I would say that... Well, we'll see. You've got an alt dice because we're in a new session. Mine. Yes. When the zombie arrived on me, should it not have taken um, uh, damage from the... Oh, it's you with the clipboard again, isn't it? <laughs> did you exclude it? The zombie? I don't know. From your spirit guardians. When did we? When did he pull it into... Oh, before you went into the chamber. If it was there when we did it, I suppose I would have excluded it. Well, let's let's do this and then let's come back to okay. it. Because that's... Parker. Yes, same throw. Here we ah, go. Oh, that's a 21. big 21 is enough. God for that. For a moment there, you yeah. felt like it was going to take that life before, force with it as it flew away. Yeah. Ooh. Not a level, Jane, is it? You don't know. But it was just this moment where there's a right. bit of you attached to the trace of it. Yeah. Uh, Burple, are you in such a position as you're still keeping an eye on what's going on outside? Yeah, of course. I'm, But I'm, okay. I'm down now, so I can't really see very far. Okay, well, you can hear... The Beatles. Approaching. No, no. You can hear the Beatles. Oh, they're playing. Excellent. What are they playing? Paperback writer. Are they? Uh, hey Jude. Yeah. Okay. Released on this day in 1968. Mm. Thanks for that. There you I go. mean, that's an odd fact to have at your fingertips, yeah. um, Lucas. The weird clickety Beatles, you hear them get ever nearer to the staircase. Yeah. And we move on to Uncle Baggy on Nine. Right. I am moving past sessions, just past the zombie. I think yeah. I've got a line of sight towards the angel thing that I hit the first time with a yes guiding bolt. Just yes. Yeah. You deal with your corner. stupid zombie. Well, I I thought we'd take out the guns. Just keep. Okay. I can't dispel the zombie. I have to kill it. I think it's more effective if I. Fair enough. Well, I can if you want. I mean, you can probably just spell it with a snap of your fingers. Uh, probably. Okay. Plus six on this roll. 23. 23 is a hit. Is this the same thing again? Yeah. Radiant, sir. Oh, that's a bit more like it. 17 points of radiant damage. And, and next the attack. next attack that somebody makes on it before you, the end of your next turn is Zero at advantage. advantage. Yeah. Lovely. Is that it for Uncle Buggy? Hmm? I'll move back alongside sessions. Bottom of the round. Uh, Parker on four. Right. Up to that was the, the, the one further to the south is the one that we've already yes. hit. And, and you're, you're, I presume that you're, you're taking care to skirt the yes, other one. Yes, to skirt to the other one. Right. To avoid it. Yes. So yep. The first attack is a 25 anyway, so it doesn't even need advantage. As it happens, you're not attacking at advantage because you've entered the area of the pit where the corruption aura has seized you. Uh. Basically, you're at disadvantage. So... We can just wipe that for that one, right? So you're just attacking as per normal. Does that make sense? Right. And all other attacks are going to be... So I didn't realise that that yep. aura was there. I've got a right. better I idea. I don't know how many times... I mean, would you like to rethink your round? I, well, I mean, I'll I, do, I'll I do think I've been pretty clear. That, yeah, but it wasn't clear to me where the, there that begins or ends. You didn't say that it moved into this aura. Obviously, I've not explained the aura very well. You think probably 30 foot all around the pit. Right. There is an awful aura. You're almost certain that you understand how far it radiates out from the pit because Alessandra just moved one square at a time until she was out of it. She had to move until she was about 30 feet out. 
about 35 feet out. Okay, well, I will move to 15 foot away from this thing. Right. And I will use fangs of the fire snake on it instead. It's possible to set traps for people in this game, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It is. Okay, well, you're still in. Well, you're still in. No, you're still inside the aura there, Parker. Is it visible, the aura? Nope, it's not visible. You could see green tendrils of horrible vapour coming out of the pit. Can you feel it? Well, you could feel the aura when you walk into it. So yes. maybe he can act on on that as soon as he yeah, feels. Yeah, he can. But what, what Mike's saying is that he can't get yeah, within it's, 15 it's foot of it and be outside of the aura, 30, which yeah, is invisible, but, even though you can feel the effect of it. But that's more than 30 foot away from the centre of the pit. Or is it from yeah, the outside? It's not from the centre of the pit. The it's from the edge of the pit. Uh, it's okay. from the edge. Well, I will hold on. <laughs> it's getting cross with me. But you may as well, you may as well draw I the think aura I've... in because as soon as you step in it, you feel that you're in the aura and then you're going to yeah. react. I mean, either you're going to step out and do something different or you're going to... Okay, well, I would have moved down to here anyway. So I take one step into the aura, realise I'm in the aura. Yep. And then I step back and change my mind. Yeah, that's right? fine. Yeah. Right, okay. And then I will do the Fist of Unbroken Air on it. So it needs to make a strength saving throw, DC 14. Well, it's not going to make that. Rolling a four of failing. Lovely. So it takes 24 points of damage. Crikey. Plus what an extra D10. Bludgeoning damage. 27 points of bludgeoning damage. And yes. it gets pushed 20 feet away from me and it's prone. Okay, if it's flying... Well, it says, and you knock it prone. Okay, well, I'm saying it spins out of control or something, and it's going to have to use some movement to right itself. I think that seems reasonable. Yeah. And then back up and move towards the wall. So you're running back towards the eastern atrium, pressing yourself up against the wall around the corner from it. Got it. Okay, that's the end of the round. It is Alessandra on 17. Alessandra is a little bit complicated. What Alessandra wants to do... Is uh, is this going to turn into another argument about the, no, the aura? No. Okay. No, no. She's not going to go anywhere near the aura. She's flown up, so she can fly back. Can she? If she was to position herself, how to get out mm. into the main room again? In what? Wait. In what? Yeah. When did Wait. this one move? Which one? The green one at the bottom of the map. It uh, moved when it was pushed by Parker's fist of unbroken uh, air. Was there only ten attention. foot move though? Twenty feet. I'm Twenty told. feet. To get out into the main room, the Hall of Welcome, given that Alessandra has flown up, can she fly at the same altitude she is to get out into the Hall of Welcome, or does she have to descend a bit? I think you have to descend a bit. I think we've we've established that the staircases have got sloping ceilings. Okay, so what she wants to do is descend until she can fly out into the main room. Yeah, I mean, it's... A trivial distance. That's all you flew yeah. up into the stairs in the first place. Yeah. Yep. Can when she comes out into the yes. main room at whatever altitude yep. that is, mm-hmm. can she see this winged angel of death at the very bottom, which Parker has pushed back? Number one. Yes, I think she can. Right. Number two. Has what Parker has done used up this advantage attack? No. Yeah, to make a saving throw. No, it hasn't then. So I've got a clear sight. You ignore cover, don't I you? I ignore cover. I've got sharpshooter. Oh, you've got a clear shot. So I've got a clear, not clear sight. I've got a yeah, clear so shot. Got advantage. advantage. Yeah, yeah. There we go then. In which case, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Oh, hitting armor class 27. It is a hit. 
Okay, in which At case... advantage, why? Because... Let's not get into it. Johnny Took 20 did, minutes to establish. Johnny did something to it which gave a attack bolt. an attack yes. advantage. Yes, the guiding bolt. Therefore... Oh, one second. One second. I thought it was the next attack. No, it, no, it's the next attack the next that attack is made roll. on it, but nobody's attacked it because Parker used his fist of un what's it thingy. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid what that because it's prone, mm -hmm. attack rolls made from more than five feet away are at disadvantage. <laughs> what? Well, you hit it anyway. That's the prone no, condition. But I need to I need to be able to attack at advantage. But it's I'm not it's not prone as it's on the ground. It's prone as it's spinning in the air, I think you say. You did say it was spinning in the air. It's not so prone. You, I said it would have to write itself. Surely the uh, point of the... I would, Mike, you the can't The reason have of it, it is that you're presenting, you're presenting a much narrower target. You can't have it both yeah. ways. What do you mean? It's either on the ground and prone, or it's tumbling through the air. If it's tumbling through the... Why is lying on the ground making Because you're a smaller target, aren't you? Precisely. Because rather than it being flying and outstretched with its wings out and it being there and present and obvious to shoot, Parker's knocked it over. Now it's side on to you as if it has been fallen. It's in the air, but it's as if it's fallen I think that's. I think that's a very harsh ruling, mm. considering that you said I mean, it's flying, I, therefore it's not. Would you like to... No, you... Take another coin from the little bucket of Mike's beneficialness, <laughs> whatever. Anyway. Favourite. So I can attack it. That's fine. No, I've just advantage. got... Let's just hope I've got limitless goodwill. Oh, we know. Anyway, at advantage. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so I can do sneak attack damage is basically the ultimate part of this. Right. 48 oh. points of damage on it. Yeah. But there's... When I hit it with the bow of the east wind, there are additional things that happen. I just need to check. Yeah. Um, Tell me about them. It's not large. But it is flying. A creature. Oh, uh, no, we're fine because it's not a critical hit. There we go. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that 48 done? points of damage. Yeah. And that is me. It looks pretty wounded, I have to say. Well, I hope so. Purple on 16. Purple will move to there. Radio awards. Okay. Yeah. I'm just moving next to the zombie and will strike it with his sword. I don't know what its arm class is, but we can look it up. Zombie. I've got it. It's armor oh, class cool. 8. There we go. That's a hit. Got 22 hit points. Not anymore, it hasn't. Everybody's in a very bad mood this evening. Five. I wonder why. Being five. I'm not. Being very, you're being very Why did you think I was in a bad mood? Was I chippy? I mean, literally. Just <laughs> rewind the last <laughs> 10 seconds of things that you said. Oh, so I'm not. Why do you think that? Me neither. What's I'm going to use a point of uh, bardic inspiration. There's five plus yeah. 15, so that's 20. Still alive. Still alive. Is it with my other sword? It goes, zombie. Well, that was the sword of Zosiel. I shall now hit it with the sword of Ecosiel. Zombie. 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 You're going to stab it right through its micro-pattern floral shirt. For another eight. So any, any, any of that radiant hair Twenty-eight about. points of damage. Any any of that radiant? Radiant. Um, is any of that radiant? I don't think it is. Okay, it's so dead. no, it, it might well. might stand up again. Hang on, uh, I need. To... Oh yeah, <laughs> it's got relentless endurance. Well, it's got zombie so, resilience. So, uh, uh, excellent. What does it need? Oh, Seventeen. Yeah, it's back up. It still it gets back up on one hit point. <laughs> Anything um, else with purple? I'm, I'm no, looking. Away. I'm looking. <laughs> Do you not get another bash? Why don't you just bash it again? 
I've used two bashes. Is oh, used both as bashes. I've used both my bashes. I'm just looking to see where the, this sodding thing is that does the damage. Which sodding thing? The bardic inspiration damage thing. It's called psychic blades. So it's psychic damage. It's not. It's not. Uh, no. Nope. Sod it. Oh, I'll stay right. Still, you are. Yeah. The session's on sixteen. Pretty annoying. Sorry, I tried. You find yourself. Why does it in a bit of a pickle? Mm. What it's is it? What a is really it? cool thing. Like zombies, I really like it. Zombies can they set them down to zero? Up. They get a save, and if they save, they're back up on one. Yeah, over and over and over. Over and over. I think <laughs> I'm going to. It's really one annoying, wing, but that one moved. I didn't. That's talk to Parker. I didn't move. I cunningly it's worked out small. where to stand to get yeah. all of them. Every save I tempered. We got banishment. Cross with Graham's. Cross with Lucas. Lucas is cross with Dan. Dan yeah, everyone's cross, cross with, with Johnny. Johnny. I'm not cross with Johnny. Lives in the van. What are you trying to say? <laughs> trying to say. <laughs> do, 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 do. Have you got banishment, Graham? Or... Have you got banishment? Sorry. <laughs> yes. Chelsea are losing 2-1 well, to Southampton. I know. Isn't it joyous? Oh, the whole Chelsea thing is it's really hilarious. Pleasing. Well, I, I mean, yes. he lost to Fulham. Yeah. Dimitrovic score. Yep. Fantasy football points. Do, 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 lee, do. It's a song I'm working on. It's really good. Yeah, mm, it's, it's really good. good. No, it's not good. No, it's <laughs> rubbish. It is. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem. <sighs> okay. Well, I am going to... Um, we do a bit of reworking. You only need to do one point, Graham. Yeah, I just have to work out what I can do. Yeah, for it to make the saving throw again. So... <laughs> uh, Take your time. Take as long as yeah. you like. I yeah. will. Well, I, got my, my canning day. plans. Be, not like we've got, you know, 12 people listening to all of this. Yeah. All of them thinking, well, you'll edit it down so it's much... Um, this bit I won't. I'm going to let this bit... This bit crawl out. Along. Excruciating. <sighs> yeah. I might even drop in some extra pauses. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You've all been tapping their phones, checking their... Right, taking their earbuds out, <laughs> making sure they've got battery. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay. On this stupid zombie, there's a bonus action. I'll drop the crashing coin on its head. You're the one class 25. Boo! It's not radiant damage, okay. is it? Uh, it's force damage. Okay, I'm 11 save. points of force damage. Make the save. And... It rolls ah. two. two. Oh. No, it got plus five. That's a five, That's and it's the... a DC five, so it gets back up again. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Show me. This is brilliant. Johnny and I want this thing to succeed. <laughs> why yeah, why does it my... get back up again? Why? What? It gets a Constitution save with a DC five, and it's got plus three on its Constitution save. So you, you succeeded. So instead of going to zero, he goes to one. It's a DC five. Oh, sorry. Da- five plus the damage taken. Ah, fuck. Ah, ah, ah. Sixteen. Okay. Oh, you're all at each other's throats now. <laughs> anyway, and oh. its, its head is caved in. Oh, oh, poor old oh. Noel Edmonds. <laughs> poor old Noel Edmonds. Yeah. Not like things are going well for him. Reaction. I will take some of the gook from the dead zombie and smear it on Uncle Buggy's face. <laughs> That's famously a free action yeah. that you can take outside it your is. turn. I, yeah, I remember just reading like it. Yeah, it's my part, is that part together. of the new D&D 1 <laughs> playtest? That's <laughs> one of the first things that they put in the new rule. It is, yeah. Right. Yeah. It turns me into rage. <laughs> on another number. 
Hang on. It's bad guy time. Hang on. Bad guy hang time. On. Hang, yeah, on. Yeah. hang on. I've only uh, taken a bonus action. It's always clipboard, man. Yep. The zombie was in the way. So now what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to do part of what I was going to do before. I'm going to waft out into the room on the um, sweepstake. Then I'm going to try. Um, this will probably be really less effective than I've been hoping, but uh, very exciting. This guy. I'm going to whack the ground with the sweepstake and detonate my destructive wave. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's the one that I... Um... Where are you moving yeah, to, Graham? Where are you doing this? Tempest thing. Oh, I'm here. You You're feeling all right, yeah. Graham. What is this? Where are you standing when you do this? He's, he's there, there within You're going to move your miniature? Yeah. Okay, so you're in the chamber. Yeah, within 30 foot of both. And of them. when you say this guy, which guy do you mean? The purple skeletal one with What's the baguette. What's your speed, Graham? What's your speed? My speed is 50, Dan. Okay. I'm going so to be the, moving the, backwards the, as well. It's like you're all in the backseat of a very long car journey and I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, Mike. Can I just check? Dan's in my bit of the seat. Can I check how close Dan is? Anyway, which one are you going for? Sorry, the the, the skeletal um, maggoty person person and the wingy guy nearest me. Yeah. The other one. Androgynous. Androgynous. Would have been in... In range, I could have got them all in range, but you moved him, unfortunately. Well, I not you, Lucas. Uh, as has been mentioned, numerous now at least five times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you're flying on this broom, and you what? You basically crash it into the ground. Yeah. Is... Well, I have to tap the ground, so I obviously have to fly down to the ground and strike the ground. That's part of the description of the spell. Tell us all about the spell because I've never heard of this okay. spell before. And. Uh, divine energy ripples outwards from you. Each creature within 30 feet must make a constitution save DC 16. Just these two. Yeah, I'm choosing each creature within 30 feet, I understand. Hold up. Each creature I choose within 30 feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, gonna a, say. <laughs> that's a very important clause. Yeah, no, no, that's right. I was joking about how far away Burple was. Yeah, got it. Uh, constitution save DC 16, and I'm going to channel divinity yeah. through this spell. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm making saving throws. That's yep. what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, rolling for the second angel of the north. Getting oh, a 20. <laughs> saving. God. And rolling for the Kios Knight Maggoty-Eyed Master Nasty. Ooh, getting a 6. What was the DC? 16. 16. 16. That's going to be enough. Okay, well, let's talk about what this does. It takes 5d6 thunder damage, but because I channel divinity, it maximizes at 30 points. And it takes 5d6 radiant damage. Oh, radiant, sir. 16, yeah. saved to half. All of it saved to half? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's not popular, but it's not the end of the world. If he fails his saving throw, he's not prone. He And he's not flying. Uh, and then I just not... shuffle back. Well, it's a bit more complicated than that, Graham. Yeah, would be. Anyhow, I felt like I really was excited. Um, and that's probably the end. I thought that was very exciting. I I agree. That was exciting. Sessions How do you do this, it? This Despite the, all of the, the uh, efforts of your, of your fellow characters to stop you doing it, it doesn't seem to take as much damage as you were expecting, but it does seem to be not prone. Confusingly. Yeah. Confusingly. Okay. Well, you know, I feel like I achieved something. He stands up. That's half his movement. It's three squares of movement, as per our convention. What D&D Beyond lacks is a method of tracking spell duration. 
Hmm. Yeah. And there aren't so many spells with walks durations up anywhere. To sessions. So he walks into this the spirit thing. guardians. He yeah. Does he gets a saving throw? He's made it. Uh, yeah. He takes no damage. So that's it. He walks up to you. Sessions, can you make a DC 18 wisdom save, please, as he whispers at you? Maybe. Also, oh no, we'll worry about that in a moment. Yeah. He's got a lot of movement. Yes, 26. Well, he looks like he's moved, moved, but you don't know quite what's going on with all of that. He gets a free whisper, does he? Well, you're Uh, you're not sure what's going on with all of that. That's the point. I'm very sorry he doesn't do that, but I've given away something that he can do. Okay. He can do it for free, but he can't do it now. Right, I'll just save my 26 wisdom saving throw for later then. Yeah, sure. You can do that if you like. Oh, and that's also a thingy action. A legendary action. Oh my god. I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely save that 26 <laughs> saving throw. Great. Yeah, that's fine. Angel time. It's angel time. Do, 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 do. There's no need to be afraid. I'm already very <laughs> afraid. At angel time. On a one, it's going to go for Alessandra. On a two or a three, it's going to go for Sessions. No. Oh, it can see purple. It can see everyone. Okay, I'm going to roll a d10. It's not going to go for Buggy. Well, he can't see me oh. anyway. I'm hiding behind her. Oh, sorry, hide, hiding. Uh, sort of, I'm small enough to be concealed. By her. <laughs> <Okay>. Your avatar, <laughs> when it's quite small, looks like he's got bunny ears. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It does. Oh, I've got does. Uncle Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny Angel number one is going to fly at sessions it turns incorporeal and flies that was the second angel to arrive isn't that surely angel number two we're going to have a big okay (laughs) (laughs) fine angel number two has to spend 15 movement turns incorporeal and flies directly at sessions and into sessions probably missing but you never hitting armor class 18 18 is a miss through sessions mm-hmm. it's a miss and heads up north towards Alessandra and becomes corporeal again when does it angel when, number where, one when does angel number one or two become it goes incorporeal just before it enters your spirit guardians and then recorporealize just, itself just, just as it leaves okay them. yeah just checking yeah. <laughs> angel number one I think we've agreed yes flies north towards the pit sort of staying at an angle and then calls a flame strike down on Burple and Buggy. Jesus. Column of flame 40 foot high and 10 foot wide rains down upon you. Can you give me dexterity save DC 19 and then we'll do the damage. Okay, come on. Oh, fuck. I'm going Ooh, to use, use your aught dice. An dice. Yes, I shall use an aught dice. And my aught dice never work anyway. Oh, aught dice, by the way. Oh, yes. It, no, well, not needed. Uncle Buggy? Okay, I've got danger sense, so I'm rolling at advantage. Yeah. Plus two on this one. 21. You save. First of all, you take half of this much uh, radiant damage. Radiant, sir. So oh, I don't need to use my alt dice, Mike. I'll use my I'll well, use a charge from my ring of evasion instead. I'm sorry, but you you used your alt dice, right? Only because I didn't know what the ring of evasion did. Too late now. Well, you have you haven't rolled the damage, done anything. I'm just declaring a slightly different way of getting out, of getting a save. Fine. I mean, it saves your alt dice. Is the point? Yeah. Okay. Fine. You're going to turn me from nice Mike into nasty Mike. 
those of you well you take half off because you both saved right yeah no you didn't save you're taking half damage with your fail is that right purple um, when you fail a dexterity saving throw while wearing it, you can use your reaction to expend one of its charges to succeed on that saving throw instead. Oh, okay. So you take half damage. Yeah. Right. I thought evasion was what you were saying is like you take half. Apparently not. Fire damage. You take uh, 25, so 12. And then you take half of the following amount of radiant damage. Another 19, so another 9. So a total of 21 points. Yeah, some fire, some radiant. How much was the radiant? 19 points. So you rolled 19, so I take 9, but I'm also resistant to radiant damage. So do I take half of half, or how does that work? Yeah, so take half of the remaining damage. Yeah. And then finally, uh, from behind you, Uncle Buggy and Burple. Clattering down the stairs come these giant beetles. As they clatter down the stairs, they start their awful, clattery song. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> How does it go? We need a song, Mike. How does the song go? It's a chittery noise. I'm not doing a chittery noise. It's a maddening chitter. You can feel it get right under your skin. You've got a horrible feeling that this awful noise is going to kind of get into your minds and drive you absolutely to distraction. <laughs> And the first one also sort of sweeps up and its giant mandibles open to strike, bears down on Buggy, and we will find out what kind of damage these things do and what that maddening chitter is going to do to you all when we pick things up next week. Nice. all beginning to look a little bit... It's quite scary, this, isn't it? There's quite a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of annoying stuff. Well, if you just, you know, you're all so grumpy. I'm not grumpy. I'm not. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thank you.